to another episode of make him know uh it is november 15th which is wild because i am still surprised that we're in november and that we're here um and you're gonna find out why that's exciting when it when it's my turn for my fun fact (laughs) um but it's it's an exciting day this is our second last episode of 2023 which is wild um, and it's a very, very special episode for myself because um, we have a special friend, friend here who is here but not here yet. <laughs> just kidding. Um, and I am just very excited for this time because it's just it's so exciting. <laughs> Anyways, so I, I feel like I get more excited about an episode now because we only do one a month. So it's like yeah. longer in between. They're so I'm like, special. we haven't done this in so long. I'm so excited. Yeah, it makes it that much more special. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, oh, this is so good. This Hopefully other people so feel good. that way, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm very excited to introduce uh, our... Drum roll, please. I was going to say just my friend, but she's your friend. You guys can be friends, yeah, too. Thanks friend. for the permission. <laughs> um, our friend, Heather. Yay. Um, so Heather's still going to share three fun facts but i just want to give you guys a little a little pre fun fact fun facts i added that because there might be more than one Uh um if this is one of your fun facts uh stop me but stories with peter does that no okay um (laughs) stories with peter is uh the Peter of Stories with Peter yes. is uh, Heather's husband. Yeah. And they've been married for four and a half years, which wow, is pretty really? exciting. What? Isn't that crazy? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She's still scared to speak right now. She's nodding her head. You're allowed to, You're allowed oh, to yeah. talk. This whole time I thought I'm supposed to be like, like, like in another room. No, air I, I was She's mouthing, can we you. talk? Or can yeah, I talk like, right now? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, hi, everyone. <laughs> um, and also, we apologize in advance for the sound quality because it's just been driving me nuts and I couldn't figure it out. Anyways, um, but Heather and I have also... So Heather married my cousin. I think I mentioned that Peter was my cousin in Stories of Peter. But Heather and I have also been best friends since grade five which i think today i realize that that's like 18 years that's why yeah i tried to do the math a while ago and i, I just could not your friendship <laughs> is an adult now yeah yeah Aww. for a long time every time i would calculate it i was i always had 13 years <laughs> And I'm like, why did this never, like, age past 13? So maybe you only <laughs> ever thought to calculate it in your 13th year of friendship. But apparently, like, I, I probably did it 17 times that year. And it, I was like, it's oh, 13. Still 13? Yeah. yeah. What is anyway, that? It's weird. That's funny. So. Well, now it's 18. So congratulations. Yeah. yeah. So Love it's that. exciting. It's pretty good. <laughs> and, um,. It's just going to be, it's going to be a good time. And I'm excited to have everyone get to hear what Heather is going to share. And this is just going to be so good. So why don't you start us with one of your fun facts? Okay. I feel like anyone that knows me knows that these aren't very like, like they know this about me. But my first fun fact, of course, is that I have a really nice little doggy named Bear. I don't, I can't even remember if Peter said this as his fun fact, but yeah, we got, he did mention that he went on walks and like Uh, with his dog. Oh yeah, with his dog. So I don't know if it was one of his fun facts, but he did say like people are aware that y'all have a dog. Yeah. Bear is getting a second shout out now. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's our buddy. We got him during COVID. And he, I think he, well, this will tie into my next fun fact, but he should earn an honorary degree because he's been with me through the whole thing. So, yeah. That's That's amazing. Very exciting. And Bear is a golden doodle. Yeah, he is. Which uh, my family has a golden doodle too. And they live near Heather. So they like see each other and they're like, oh, Bear. (laughs) Yeah. Very exciting. He's a cutie. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Okay, whose fun fact is it now? Go, oh, it's mine now. For, yours, for yeah. a second, I blanked and I was like, "What is my fun fact?" Because I'm going laptopless, um, which doesn't happen often. No, it doesn't. But I'm just like, going but when with it the does, flow. you forget your yeah, fun fact, right? Which is why I usually have a laptop. <laughs> Duh. No, my fun fact is, as you all know, I work at Grace Church. I'm the children's ministry and multimedia what? coordinator. Yeah, no big deal. And I'm officially full time now. So which is very I've been full time since July, which is. When it happened, it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, it was kind of abrupt. I had no idea that it was going to happen then. I was hoping that it would happen, like, like I knew that it was coming, like, down the road. But by down the road, I meant, like, potentially, like, another, like, six to nine months kind of yeah, thing. Even yeah. maybe a year. Um, but then Louis was just, like, one morning he was like, ah, oh, and if you want it, you're full time. And I was like, oh, okay. So because it was so abrupt, it felt anticlimactic but then later on when i was telling people about it i've literally wanted to work at grace like even like pre me working there part-time like i literally begged to work there basically i was like i just want to work here so bad i was like i'll do anything just let me work here in my brain i always hoped that one day it would full be full-time but at that point never thought that that would be possible but because it's been so gradual I like forgot and then God was like, Anna, this is a big deal. Like you've always dreamed of this and you're full time now. So it's very exciting and I'm very thankful. It is exciting. Yeah. It's so good. It's good. I love it. Congrats again. Thanks. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good. Heather, okay, Heather fun fact fun number fact. two. Okay, my fun fact number two is that since this is gonna be released on November fifteenth, the next day, November sixteenth, I it's will okay get- if you say tomorrow. Oh, okay. Tomorrow. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, I mean if people listen to it later yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah. As of that day, November 16th, I will officially have found out all the results of my board's exams oh. so that I will become a naturopathic doctor, yeah. which yeah. is a very big deal for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. just a big deal. Like, yeah. No matter. Yeah. Yeah. No matter amazing. who you are. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a huge deal. And as of right now, uh, you know that you've passed three out of the four of your oh, board's wow. exams. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. So you're just waiting to that's find amazing yeah. so that will last one last one i have no yeah. doubts yeah. no doubts whatsoever oh I, me neither i full full trust full faith yeah yeah it's good that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah um Bex. my fun fact i don't know if my fun facts beat yours but <laughs> no i'm just kidding it's not a competition it but okay <laughs> it does it, it wins um, it does well this is the last episode of make him known ever no that i will <laughs> don't be do recording th- Without a another human that on is, Earth side <laughs> that is related to you and that is that I have, that uh, have formed birthed. in my body and birthed. <laughs> I'm like, you're all these sentences are incorrect. It's not the last episode. It's not the last no, episode hey, with a you human. You just had to wait till I got no. I know, there. but then you said with a human, and that also didn't make sense. Well, I'm just saying. I know I, between this episode and the next one, I will have given birth. Yes. Which is crazy. That is. Um, and it's a little bit terrifying, but like also super exciting. Depending yeah, on when so. you're listening to this episode, Becky could be giving birth right now. <laughs> that Yeah. Right? Yeah. But don't text me. Like, don't ask. <laughs> hey, I'm listening to the episode. Are you in labor? <laughs> no, actually, I want people to do that now. I, mean, I, I want people yeah. to text you. And I might like, reply. 
I mean, if not you do, if I'm actually in labor, I won't reply. Yeah, no, but the, if you do reply and you're like, oh no, not yet, like they'll know, and then I'll know that I'm they're listening to the episode. Yeah, exactly. It's Everyone, good. you legit need to do this. When you yes. listen to this episode, I want you to text Becky and ask if she's in labor. I almost guarantee you, Tammy is going to text she me will. on November fifteenth. That's true. She and will. Say, and you will. Oh well, are not you in labor? labor? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It. Anyways, so I'm gonna die if you get like home from the hospital and someone had texted you like while you're at the hospital in yeah labor. we'll bring it up on the december yeah, 15th just episode. stay tuned guys yeah just keeping exciting. you on the edge of your seat so yeah. you'll come back again <laughs> anyways that was a good fun fact it i was. thought i worded it very well <laughs> <laughs> some people are like i'm still confused as to what the fun fact was. yeah people are here to listen to heather and they're like oh dang we got this crazy <laughs> lunatic too <laughs> okay um heather what is your third fun fact well i asked peter right before i came what my third fun fact should be and i was like he gave me an idea and i was like well they're gonna make me do it but anyways my fun fact is that i can make a very good turkey call (gasps) but i'm not going to do it you have to like meet me in person and i might do a turkey call for you that's actually good. but i I said i said if i bring it up they're gonna make me do a turkey call and i'm not doing a turkey call on the podcast (laughs) but if you see me in person maybe okay guys so your job today is to text becky and ask her if she's in labor and and to hunt down heather alford and ask her like hunt a turkey (laughs) yeah and ask her to do just walk up to her and say are you heather do a turkey call Uh, yeah (laughs) that is your job and your homework i love it yeah yeah you should do that from now on there should be homework every episode now yeah yeah okay i that's what i think <laughs> I've already had so much fun and we haven't I know, even right? started. Exactly. <laughs> it's good. It's usually how these things go. Awesome. Well, we're very excited to have Heather here with us and um this is just a very good yeah. I w- I was telling Jonathan today, I said, I can't wait for tonight. <laughs> like I'm just so excited. <laughs> Exciting, excited. Anyways. Yep. So Anna is going to just pray for Heather yeah. and then we're gonna let you run. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Gobble gobble. <laughs> That was like a turkey run is a thing. So I'm gonna regret I this. It. I yeah. think yeah. it's all it's all the puns. You might. Oh dear. Okay, let's pray. God, I thank you so much for this day that you have given to us, and I thank you um, just for laughter, for being goofy, for just sharing about our lives, um, and just the excitement of the things that you're doing um, through and um, in each person, and that um, just all good gifts come from you, God. I thank you for Heather and just her willingness to be here and to share her story and just what you have done in her life. God, I pray that you would just use um, her unique story to encourage, to challenge people, um, to meet people where they're at right now, God, that each and every one of us listening to this would take one thing away from this, that we would learn more about you, more about Heather, um, and that ultimately you would be made known more. Um, And so we just um, thank you again for this time. Give all of us wisdom um, as we speak and uh, just be with every person that's listening as well, God, meet them where they're at today. In your name I pray, amen. 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 Take it away. All right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Becky has asked me, I feel like a few times before to be on the podcast. And I think for a long time, I was, 
using the school excuse, but also I just didn't know exactly what to say. Like I didn't know like Mm -hmm. what kind of story to bring forth and whatnot. And so this past season, especially of being in school and whatnot, like God has just taught me so much. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's kind of put a story on my heart, really like my story. I'm going to kind of go through like my testimony, my life. But this theme that he has brought forth in my life so many times is just the way that he has allowed me to learn how to hear his voice Mm -hmm. and that he purposely was like, hey, I actually want you on this podcast because I want you to like tell other people that they can hear my voice too. Mm -hmm. And like learning how to do that and like kind of giving some stories and examples in my life of how I started to go through that process of hearing his voice and trusting it and testing it and yeah, and to where I am now. So, and if they really weren't cool. excited before, <laughs> you better be excited right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, and I feel like for a long time that felt like, oh, like I was kind of embarrassed about that. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like so many people have that experience. And I felt like, what kind of story do I really have to offer? But I think, especially like in this world now, I feel like that has been such a gift that it's been like a launching pad for Mm -hmm. me. Like I already got to kind of know about God from a young age so that the point like through my life, oh, I'm moving the microphone around. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing Becky told me not to do. Um, Yeah, I feel like it was kind of a launching pad for me that I was able to just know God at an earlier age so that we've just been able to journey together since I've been like young, like since Mm -hmm. I've been a kid. And, and I think for me, because I grew up in a Christian home, like you kind of go through this process of like making your faith your own and figuring out like, okay, who is Jesus in my life? And I feel like for me, that really happened when, for those of you who've gone to Newmarket Alliance Church, it really happened for me at Miller Lake. So Miller Lake is like basically a youth retreat. It's like a leadership training thing Um, and you go up to like a camp called Miller Lake for about a week or so and I remember I was between I think it was between grade 10 and 11 maybe was the first time that I went there Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were there or not I think so I think I was I think you were too yeah yeah Um, but it was during that week like in between yeah grade 10 and 11 that like God just met me in such a real way. Like I was just sitting on this little rock bench, like down by the lake, and I had my little iPod Nano at the time. Oh my goodness! And I was listening to Kim Walker's "How He Loves" like on repeat so many times. I think I still know like Kim Walker's whole prayer like during that song. But we were never the same. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's another hidden talent. I recite the whole thing. Um, But like at that time. God's love just became so present to me in a way that I had never really gotten before or experienced before. And then everything just became so real to me after Mm. that point. And so I kind of think of like, yeah, that was like a huge turning point for me in my faith. Mm -hmm. And then and that week I was like so on fire. I was so excited. I got baptized like while I was there. And I remember coming home from Miller Lake and I was still like on this like exciting high of being mm-hmm. like, I just like, I know Jesus, like I get it. And there was somebody who was like a leader of the church at the time and had come up to me like on a Sunday morning, like shortly after and was like, oh, have you come down from that mountaintop high yet? And I was like, that's just like, didn't sit well with me and Mm. I feel like it still doesn't sit well with me that that was even said at all and I don't know that they meant it in a mean way or a bad way but I think I just remember feeling like 
is that really like what the Christian life is about? Like you go through these like amazing highs where you get God and you understand him and then you just like come back to life as being mundane Mm. and you're kind of like always seeking out these mountaintop experiences and then you're crashing afterwards. And I just remember like at that age being like, I, I, that's not how I want to live. Like, I don't really want to live where I'm like always kind of in the valley and like, and like seeking out those mountaintop experiences. So I feel like that kind of sat poorly with me. And I was like, no, you know what? Like, I, like, I'm all in, like, I, I want to pursue Jesus. Like Mm -hmm. I want to pursue him with my life, whatever that looks like. Um, and so for me, that looked like, well, for a long time, as I kind of mentioned that I'd wanted, I've wanted to be a naturopathic doctor ever since I was a kid. Wow. Like I was probably in grade five when I was doing presentations of like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I wanted to be an, a naturopathic doctor. So, so obviously like the next step was university and then I have to go to naturopathic college and whatnot. Um, and I had felt at the time, I was like, you know what, like I actually think I need to take a bit of time off and like really pursue Jesus and so for me I thought that meant I was going to go to Hillsong Church like Mm. Hillsong out in Australia and become like do their worship leading um, teaching and whatnot and so I had like the application all printed out I was all ready it was in grade 12 and then I was going to bed that night and I just felt God was like hey like actually don't want you to go to Hillsong like I want you to go to YWAM and so if you're not familiar with what YWAM is, it's called Youth with a Mission. And so basically you kind of start by doing your discipleship training school or your DTS. And um, and so for me, I was like, okay, God, like, I'll do that. Sure. Why not? And so I ended up going to um, Colorado. So yeah, I was in Colorado for like two and a half months and then did my outreach in Thailand for two months. And so that I definitely see as like, kind of my life before YWAM and then my life after YWAM. Mm. Like that was just such a transformational experience for me. And it was such a key part in my life of like learning how to hear God's voice and trusting it and like him showing up in so many like crazy ways. And so I have a lot of stories about that. But as I was like thinking and praying about like what stories to share Becky's like nodding her head I don't know if you know what story oh no (laughs) um no so one story that kind of came to my mind of like hearing his voice was I was in this little prayer chapel yeah now she's nodding her now she knows (laughs) knows. Um, I was in this little prayer chapel so basically like we were up in the mountains like in Colorado and it was so beautiful and there was this little prayer chapel that you had to kind of like take a little hike to get to and it was like very secluded so Heather is also the type of person who says that we're going for a walk but her walks are (laughs) full-on hikes if she ever asks you for a walk say no so if I said it's a hike it's probably uh... if it's a hike it's a legit hike but if she says it's a walk it's also a hike if it's a walk then it's a hike if it's a hike it's probably a journey of some sort yeah, yeah. just as an fyi <laughs> okay so it was a little walk yeah. <laughs> it was a little walk in the forest <laughs> to get to this little prayer chapel and anyways you're i feel like in ywam or anytime you're doing like bible school or anything like that like god just takes you through all this upheaval and like is like he was just at this time like revealing so much to me and teaching me so many things and so I'm like by myself in this little prayer chapel and he's I don't even remember exactly what we were kind of working through but I'm just like 
bawling my eyes out and it's like cold and my nose is running and I'm just sitting there in this little prayer chapel and I'm like oh I really wish like I had a tissue right now and he was and I just like heard him kind of say to me like look in your pocket and I was like what do you mean like I I didn't put a tissue in my pocket and he's like no like look in your pocket and I was like god like this is really weird like I don't I don't know is this you like is this me like what are you saying and he's like no like look in your pocket so I just reached my hand in my pocket and wouldn't you know this like perfect little tissue is right there for me to use and I was like of course I bawled my eyes out even more but I think like that was such a an important part in my journey of like mm. hearing his voice because obviously it was such an immediate like confirmation that I did hear his voice yeah. properly. But just like like the God of the universe like cared mm. enough about me that he wanted me to have a tissue for my nose. Like it that sounds like such a silly and a funny thing, but like that is the God that we serve. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like that's the God that like loves us that deeply that he would want that for me so I feel like for me that was like a a big turning point and I just kind of like think back like anytime I'm like thinking about like okay am I hearing God's voice properly like I I come back to that story Mm. in my life because I like I heard him so clearly in that moment yeah I don't know about you but sometimes I think that like the little things God does almost is bigger than the big things that he does mm. if that makes sense like something so tiny like that stuck in your mind like for yeah. all this time right like sometimes you want god to do big things sometimes but like you said the fact that he does the tiny what might seem like insignificant things i think actually speaks more volume mm-hmm. you know yeah that's super cool because he can do the big things yeah. but that he wants to, to meet do, us in the yes, little ones too. yes exactly yeah, yeah so Definitely for me during YWAM, like one of the themes that we kind of brought up like during YWAM was like saying yes to him. And so Becky will remember this. I had this like little burn bracelet because I feel like that's such like a youth youth group thing to do. But we had this burn bracelet that we put on and the like the thing that like the symbolism behind it was like with this bracelet on like you're like you're going to say yes to him like Mm. whatever he asks of you and so I'm pretty sure I didn't take it off until like maybe a few months before my wedding you had to (laughs) you had to get rid of your tan line yeah so that's why you didn't take it off right before your wedding but you took it a little bit before to remove the tan yes yeah yeah so I was very committed to that burn bracelet and also of saying yes to Jesus yeah, you in haven't that time. Said yes, since you took it off. No, I have <laughs> lots of times, so lots of yeses. Um, so, anyways, when I got back from YWAM, I kind of I went into a season where, as I had said before, like I thought I was going to go to university, and then I was on this mountain again, like sitting having my quiet time, and like in YWAM, and he and I just felt like God was like. I have to kind of tell you something. And I'm like, okay, sure. What do you want to tell me? (laughs) And he's like, I actually don't want you to go to university next year. So I was like, okay, well, what do you want me to do then? And he's like, I'm going to open up all the doors that need to be opened. And like, everything is going to work out. Like, just trust me. And so I'm like, okay, all right, I'll trust you. So I got home 
basically to nothing. Like I really wasn't sure what to do next. Mm -hmm. And that was just a very difficult time for me mentally. I dealt with like a lot of depression in that time Mm -hmm. because I was coming from such a vibrant community of like being with people in YWAM and like learning and traveling and like seeing the world and, and like learning about God so much. And so like, coming back from that I was like god like why did you why did you bring me back to nothing like I don't I don't know what to do next so that was just a very challenging time in my life and right around that time that summer Becky decides she's like oh well Heather how would you like to be a cabin leader at camp because uh you're not really like doing anything so (laughs) why don't you come for kids camp and be a cabin leader and so I was like okay you know what sure why not and being the good friend that she is she also had to warn me ahead of time like by the way my cousin was kind of like asking about you and was like interested well no he actually (laughs) first asked are there any new girls coming to camp yeah this is a bad story about him (laughs) sorry Peter yeah and then I said well yeah my best friend Heather is coming and then that's when yeah. he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I told Heather, I was like, just a heads up. Peter asked if there were any single girls and I said that you were coming. <laughs> Anyways, and Heather is also a fun fact. You can be very stubborn, oh, in, very stubborn in certain yeah. scenarios. Yeah. So I definitely had my guard up towards Peter at that time. <laughs> but mind you, Peter was like a boy at the time. Like the first yeah, time I really met him. we're both young. <laughs> the first time I met him, like at camp, he was wearing like one of those t-shirts where you go in the sun and it changes color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cute. I don't think he's worn it for a while, but... Anyway, so I had my guard up about Peter because of yeah. Becky being a good friend and I, telling me. I warned you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because he wore that shirt. No. Red flag. Immediate red flag. No, I'm no it was up. cute. Um, so anyways, I had my guard up about him. But then through the week, like obviously he was trying to chat with me and whatnot. And I was having absolutely none of it. Through the week, like God was just revealing so many things to me about him and just allowed me to see like, oh, he's actually like a really great guy. Like he cares so much for the Lord. Like he really loves these kids and and whatnot. And so, but I still like wasn't interested. Like I was like, okay, that's nice, whatever. <laughs> and it was the Friday night of kids camp and we were like all of the kids had gone away. Like they had gone back home and then all of us cabin leaders were still there for one more night. And so I remember walking into the tabernacle, like where we had our services and whatnot. And I just felt like God said to me so clearly, like, Heather, you're going to get married at the camp and you're going to, you're going to marry Peter. And I was um. like, at this point, I was like, okay, well, you're going to have to change how I feel because I'm not interested in him right now. But but I think, like, for me, like, that was such an important moment of being, like, I I always, like, any time in a relationship that I was, like, things were challenging or things were hard. Like, I thought back to that mm. moment of being, like, no, like, you've promised this to me. Like, you've told me this, like, ever since the beginning. And so I would just say, like, God is, like, the best wingman. <laughs> He was Peter's, like, perfect yeah, wingman. God was working hard for Peter, yeah, and Peter yeah. better appreciate that, because <laughs> if it weren't for God, you probably would still be, like, stubborn. No, Peter Maybe eventually, not. he's That's very amazing. lovely. Like, he, he's amazing, he amazing guy. So I'm very thankful that God, like, spoke that to my heart. But, yeah. But you're right. There. God is the perfect wingman. Like, yeah. literally the perfect wingman. That's yeah. so funny. Um, 
when you said that that was when the Lord told you or kind of revealed to you that you were going to marry Peter, I thought of this is a side story about me. Love Sorry it. to, to share mine. No, no, yeah. But it. the first time I <laughs> this is so bad. The first time I thought <laughs> that I was going to marry Jonathan <laughs> was when we were leaving his parents one time and he bent over and he was putting his shoes on. <laughs> and he, he he farted and he goes, oh. I thought that was going to be a crap, but I farted. <laughs> that was the first time in my head that I literally <sighs> thought, I'm going to marry this man. Only you. <laughs> Only you. Anyways, yeah, he's like, thought it was a crap, but glad it was a fart. <laughs> <laughs> they are so perfect for each other. Anyway, and he probably was... didn't know that in that moment, him saying that was like the confirmation. <laughs> no, and you. I wrote it in my mom journal that night. I literally That's said, amazing. I think I'm going to marry John. <laughs> <laughs> because because of this moment oh, yeah it was man. so dumb oh, anyways man. please continue with your yeah, story no, i'm so glad i'm you not added making that. him known at this point but you you are so please keep going hey god will use whatever the heck he wants to use man, yeah, yeah. To yeah. Talk to a people. fart that's close to being a, yes <laughs> not a fart. because he speaks to people as he knows they will listen and the things that are important to them right yeah yep. Yeah, I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh dear. So, anyways, after all all that, <laughs> um, yes, Peter and I did get married, and we did have our wedding at the camp. So yes, that was spo- very true. Spoiler that that did happen, and I'm very thankful it happened. Um, and then about six months after that point, I started at naturopathic college, and so it was. This has just been like this journey of me, like giving up this dream to God so many times, Mm. like over and over and over again. And so many times I thought like I was going to go straight to university, like Mm. after high school. And he was like, no, actually like take, take a year, like go to YWAM. And like, I'm so glad I did. And then, then taking another year off and like learning and, and growing. And I probably, I don't even know where Peter and I would have been like in our relationship at that point if I hadn't taken that year off. And, and then it was just like constantly me being like, okay, God, I don't really understand all these detours that we're taking, but Mm -hmm. like, I trust you. And like, if you want me to have this, then I know that you'll make a way for this to happen. Um, And so I did, I started the program in January, 2020. um, And I just, like think back to all of those detours that he took us on and like I wouldn't have even been the same person mm-hmm. like if I had gone to the program earlier than that and of course like that timing also was little did I know I was going to be in school for like in person for two and a half months before I was completely online from this uh, little yeah. pandemic thing um, but even that timing was really perfect and so as I was about to start the program, I was about like a week out from starting and I was very nervous because it's a hard program. Yeah. Like it's a, it's just a big time commitment. And I know like how intensely I study and I was like, how are Peter and I going to do? We just like started our marriage and all of these things. And so as I was just like praying about the program, God had given me um, a verse, Joshua 1, 9. He kind of like laid it on my heart to like write out and I ended up like drawing, like drawing a picture out of Mm. it. Um, And for those of you who don't know Joshua 1, 9 off by heart, um, it says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Mm. 
Um, and so that was that definitely helped me a lot through the program. And at that time, too, um, he kind of gave me this picture of basically like these four mountains that were going to be like representative of like the four years that I had mm -hmm. in that program. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wrote that out in my journal. And at the time, I just kind of like wrote out some different words that I thought like made like represent like my experience in the program and whatnot. And so I wrote like a different word on either side of like the mountain peaks. And it was so crazy because as I would go back and like look at that picture, especially during like challenging parts of the program, I realized that each of those words ended up being exactly what happened in each of those semesters wow. for me. And so it was just like over and over again, like God obviously knew I needed a lot of encouragement in this program because it was, it was hefty. Um, but one of the examples is that when I was in third year, I had like written on like that the mountain peak of third year was new friendships and at that time it was really challenging like being like online to like get to know my classmates and whatnot and it was like right at that time that I got to know like my really good friend Tara and she just like came along like mm. right when I needed it and we like I don't even know how I would have gotten through the rest of the program without her and so there were just so many things like that that God was just like yeah, just like speaking to me and reminding me of things. Um, and then during my orientation, like I like going back a little bit to that mountain picture, we like when I was at my orientation, we basically get these patient gowns that you have to wear during any of your practicals. So like anytime we were learning about physical exams or acupuncture and stuff like that, like we would have to practice them on each other. So you have to wear these gowns. Yeah. And so each of the classes, like every graduating class would have like a different like theme or like whatever that would kind of represent their class. And so I'm at orientation and I get my patient gown and wouldn't you know, right on it is a mountainscape. And it says like, Shut up. <laughs> it says like, r like rise to new heights or something like that. And like, that was the theme for our, our class, like our graduating class. That's and so crazy. I was like, okay, okay, Lord. All right. So uh, I, I guess you're trying to tell me something. So yeah, so definitely through this program, it's been a, a lot. Um, but like, I've just learned and grown in the Lord so much through it like and learned how to hear his voice and learned how to trust him in it and then obviously I got through all those four years and made it to my board's exams um, and for those of you who don't know like as a naturopathic doctor you have to write a whole bunch of licensing licensing exams so that you're obviously allowed to practice and see patients and whatnot so that's what I've been doing for the past like five-ish months is just studying a lot and uh, yeah thankfully we're all done that um, but as I was going through, um, like, kind of just starting to get into boards exams, I was very nervous about mm -hmm. that as well. Like, I just had heard so many things from so many people about, like, how difficult it is yeah. and how many long hours you have to study and how many sacrifices you have to make. Or even someone, one of our friends said that their cousin wrote it and she went to the washroom during a break during her exam and I, I guess she turned off her camera yeah. or something. And because she turned off her camera, no. she then failed the exam. No. So, like, it's little things like that. And, I mean, like, those stories, it's oh never like, woohoo, I can't God. wait I to do it. Like, those are oh. nerve-wracking stories. Yeah, yeah. You know? stories. It's very yeah. daunting. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, I was, yeah, kind of praying and preparing for board's exams. Yeah. And as I was praying for it, I was like, okay, Lord, like, you've kind of given me this picture of all these mountains before. Like, you have moved those mountains. Like, will you move this one too? Like, mm. will you move the this mountain? And he's like, 
you don't need me to, me to move it. Like, you're more than capable of climbing this mountain. Like, we're going to make it through this. And so I was like, okay, all right. And so I ordered this textbook. And it was basically, like, made for people who are, like, taking this exam, yeah. like, all the information in one place. And, like, mo like, most students will order this textbook. It's, like, not a Christian textbook by any means. But I ordered this textbook, and I open it, and I open to, like, the first page. And there Sorry. are... Just to clarify, yeah. you ordered this textbook in your fourth year, right after you finished. Mm -hmm. So not in your first year. I'm just adding. Oh yeah, this is clarifying a, details. This was a few months ago. It's gonna be yeah. important for the for this. <laughs> a few yeah. months ago. Okay, so that yes, yeah. this was this year, not at the yeah, very yeah, beginning yeah. of anything. Okay, yeah, keep yeah. going. Yeah, so I ordered this textbook recently at in the end of my study, program yeah. to study for my licensing exams, and. I open the textbook, and on the very first page are two Bible verses. What? Not even a Christian book or anything. Like it's a medical book. I thought you were going to say like there were mountainscapes on it no, or something. No, no. Uh, two verses, and the ver like the verse was Joshua, Joshua 1, 9. 9. And of course, I like pulled my eyes up. Yes. <laughs> yes. That does. I have goosebumps like, all over my yeah. body. And like four years apart. Yeah. Like that's wild. Yeah. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Remind us what Joshua 1 9 is. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I read this. I literally have to read this basically every single day mm. of studying. I started, yeah. mm. like, I started my day, and God was like, I need you to just like read this yeah. out loud Declare. every day. Like, yeah. Yeah. it was, yeah. So. Joshua 1 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so, yeah, he was. He gave me that promise. And like, it was a promise that I had to test a bunch of times or have yeah. be reminded of over and over again. And like, anyone that's been in these kind of exams, like, you realize, like, you don't want to have to write this again. No. So I was like, Lord, like, please please let me pass like and he's like I promise like I've given you this promise yeah. I brought like that same verse I gave you in the first year like I'm giving it to you back again like this is your promise like you're going to pass your licensing exams like you're going to get through and obviously like I'm sitting here having passed three out of the four and yeah. by the time you listen to this hopefully I'll get the results back for my yeah. other one the next day um so yeah he definitely like brought that full circle for me and so as I'm like kind of in the last week before my biggest exam I was like okay god like we made it like we made it to the top of this mountain like like can we kind of like look out on the view like we've, yeah. we've done it and he's like just like wait to your exam day like I have something like I kind of want to tell you and I'm like okay I don't know what you have to tell me um and so then I'm finally at my exam day and it's about like 20 minutes before my exam and I'm like okay god like now we're here like now we've yeah. made it to the top of this mountain and he's like you thought that your mountaintop was going to be everything that you learned like all of the knowledge that you gained over these past few months of studying and absolutely like you've learned a lot but like your real mountaintop here is how much you've grown in your relationship with me mm. and how deep you've you've gone with me and how much like during this season that I learned how to hear his voice deeper and in times where I was just 
literally sitting at my table for 12 hours a day of studying, like the Lord met me there. Mm -hmm. Like he met me like as I was studying, as I was like sitting in a very mundane season of my life that wasn't like spectacular by any means. Like that was maybe some of the richest times that I've had with the Lord and some of like the deepest times that I've had with the Lord was during that time. And he was like, like, that's your mountaintop. Like, that's that's so much better than anything that you've learned and any way that you've, like, any knowledge that you've gained. Like, that's better than any textbook that you could have had. And he was like, like, that's only the beginning, like, of all of the mountaintops that we're going to get to experience together. Like, this is just the beginning of how deep our relationship is going to go. And I think that, like, takes me back all the way to, like, when I was at Miller Lake and coming home from Miller Lake and that person being like, hey, like, are you down from that mountaintop? And I was like, I never want to be. Like, mm. I don't want to be. I, like, I, I always want to be climbing higher and higher mm. and going deeper and deeper with the Lord. And so I feel like a lot of my story, and even as I've been, like, just preparing for this podcast and going through a lot of these stories, like, God's connected a lot of these, like, dots for me yes. about, like, how he's orchestrated things and how this, like, theme has kind of, like, gone through my life and so I hope and it's my prayer that you like anyone who's listening would realize that they don't like you don't have to be on mountaintops to meet with Jesus Mm. like he's met with me on actual literal mountaintops before but like it's honestly been some of the most mundane times in my Mm. life like sitting and studying or being in my car and driving to school like that he's met with me in the most deep ways and so it's my prayer that if you're hearing these stories and you're like hey like I want to know how to hear God's voice deeper like that this will encourage you like he he does speak to us Mm -hmm. and he wants to speak with us and he cares about those tiny little details of our lives because he loves us so deeply yeah so that's yeah. amazing, Heather. That's my story. That's so <laughs> cool. I love what you said too. Like I think it's often when you're asked to prepare stuff like this that God actually reveals more to you about your own story that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, like because you have to like backtrack and like replay your life like in your brain, right? And yeah. it's like, yeah. That's wild. That's why we should have everyone to come and tell their yes. <laughs> Exactly. <podcast>. Exactly. <laughs> That's so no, cool. But it's so cool. And like, I think if I can speak a little bit to just the Heather that I've seen over the past little while, mm-hmm. like when, when you started your program, I mean, partly to do with COVID, of course, but also just because of how intense you were studying. I don't know that we saw each other almost ever. And it was like devastating. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that was very challenging, especially we lived two minutes apart. So like Mm -hmm. it was like, holy crap, what do you mean we're not going to see each other? Um, But then I think the Lord really changed your mindset. I think it was between your second and third year. Maybe I don't know when it was. (laughs) I mean, I I also feel that way too, and I wasn't even the one doing it. (laughs) Yeah, but I think like it must have been when you. Well, I don't know. Anyways, but I feel like the Lord changed your perspective on even how to recharge and refuel Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And so I know that for a lot of times you would like 
I think, and I know that in studying, especially you took Sundays off and you were like, I'll study throughout the week, but I'm taking Sundays off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there were times where you were hesitant to do that. Cause you're like, I feel like I need to study yeah. and your brain, your body was saying, you need to study, you need to study. Or maybe your brain was saying, I need to study, but your heart with the Lord was like, no, like don't, mm-hmm. it's not actually going to be beneficial to yeah. you. Like mm-hmm. you need to stop, reflect and recharge. So you'd go to church and then we'd often would hang out on Sundays. And like, it was just like such a different mindset of like how you were even functioning just in general. And that did not come of your own volition. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I just like that. I knew that that was from the Lord because you are a dedicated person to whatever you're doing and you do everything with excellence. And so if like, if it wasn't him saying, no, you are not doing this on Sundays. Like you probably would work and study every single day. Yeah. That's what I did. And and I burnt out. Yeah. And then you'd be dead. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I remember like going for a walk and you being like, yeah, I'm nervous because like, I think I feel like I'm supposed to take Sundays off. And I was like, that's okay. Like that, we're okay. that's all right. You're yes. gonna make it this through, you know. Yes. But like the fact that you were listening to the Lord and hearing Him, and then I don't know if I can speak for you in this, but having then taken Sundays off mm-hmm. and prioritizing that time with people who would refuel you and with the Lord and things like that, like I feel like that almost enhanced your study mm-hmm. season yeah. so much more mm-hmm. than had you not done that. Yeah. So yeah, e- the Lord was even just like looking out for you in in scheduling of like making a rule i will not study on sundays that's true and like i'd prioritize especially studying for my boards like i would not start studying until i'd spent time Mm. like with the lord and in the word and i like made that a priority and i was like okay lord like i don't want to rush through this Mm. like you're going to give me everything i need to study this day and i will sit here with you as long as it takes and like he honored that and Mm. and as i said like that relationship that I grew with and like with him was so much better than like even passing my boards. Like even if I hadn't, like that still would have been worth it in that season for how I grew. Which is that like spending time with God and taking a Sabbath, like that's such a powerful testimony in and of itself because Mm -hmm. our, our worry is that we won't have enough time for this or this or this. And in the old Testament, it was God telling them to take a Sabbath like to trust him that he would provide literally the food that they would need and that they Mm -hmm. wouldn't need to collect manna on that day. Mm -hmm. And now for us, I think it's that like, God, we don't need to. Yeah. If you're in school, if you're working, whatever it is, it's like, take the day because as you said, he will honor that. Right. Like our brain thinks, Oh, but this is time that I need to spend doing important things. Like I say in quotations, but when we honor God by doing the most important thing first, like he will bless that Mm -hmm. totally. And I don't know you super well, but my sister had the joy of working with you. (laughs) And just from things that she said, I can concur that like you do things with excellence and you like study like I remember hearing stories from Becky and Raya of like, Heather's studying, she's studying so diligently. So I just also want to say that like God blessed you and helped you up those mountaintops, but you also played a part in like doing what you needed to do, right? Because we can't just say like, oh God, help me to pass this test and then like not study at all, right? (laughs) Like you definitely did your due diligence and like honored Mm -hmm. God in studying to the best of your abilities, which he then returned in blessings, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I always hated uh, a professor I had in university. Oh, no. He would pray. (laughs) I hated a thing that he did. He was actually my favorite uh, professor. That's hilarious. Anyways, but he would always pray because I went to Tyndale Christian University. Anyways, we'd pray before our exams. Um, But he would pray, Lord, I just pray that you would help these students remember what they studied. And I hated that because I was like, no, I want to be given in like... (laughs) information that i maybe forgot to study like no that's not a good prayer god bless bless me beyond my efforts that i put into this i forgot to study this section can you just give me divine knowledge like just help me anyways so it always really bothered me that he'd be like just help them remember what they studied i'm like you little stinker like he definitely did it on purpose yeah (laughs) i'm like nope not divine wisdom let their hard work pay off. Basically, Anyways. he was like, only give them what they deserve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, but I feel like the Lord did exactly that. Like, he just helped you and blessed you through mm-hmm. that whole season, which mm-hmm. is just so exciting. Yeah. And then you went to Mexico on a vacation. I did. It was very needed. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. Oh, man. It was good. It was oh, good. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's so fantastic. good. <laughs> and now we're here. I, um... As you started, when you talked about that person who came up to you and said, are you off the mountaintop yet? I, I feel like, and I'm not trying to give credit to that person at all. Like I understand that it didn't sit well with you. And I, and I, I hear that and I'm, I'm with you in that. Cause I'm like, oh, that is like really discouraging. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, are you done being all lovey dovey yeah. with Jesus? <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember one time for me, it was probably one of the first seasons in life where I felt that mountaintop high with the Lord. But then I, I, I did like, I did leave the mm-hmm. mountaintop when I was in one of those valleys and I'll never forget. I was talking with, um, Chris Dosky. She is a, delight of a human my goodness um i was babysitting her daughter and i think it's because you were busy or something you used to babysit her all the time anyways <laughs> but i was babysitting her one night and i was just chatting she said how are you doing and i said oh well i'm not feeling so great like i just feel like i feel distant from the lord and i something like that like i was just sharing how in that moment i was not where i used to be and i were i wasn't where i wanted to be either mm-hmm. and then she said well yeah you know life is filled with ups and downs and and just recognizing that the Lord is with you on those mountaintops and in those valleys. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you learn to really love the Lord. And I think I, I mean, had someone come up to me and told me that while I was on the mountaintop, I probably also would have been like, well, screw you. That's so discouraging. Like, do you want me to be off the mountaintop? (laughs) But then hearing the opposite of like, yeah, there are ups and downs in life and that happens. Yeah. Like I was so encouraged by that. So Mm -hmm. it's almost, it's interesting because saying cliches, quote unquote cliches about the Christian mountaintop Mm -hmm. or valley or whatever, Mm -hmm. like sometimes they come at a time where it is encouraging and it is exactly what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. Cause in that moment I was being so discouraged. Like I was in myself, like, beating myself up i'm like well what do i have to do to get closer to god Mm -hmm. but then when chris was like she basically was like you're not further away from god like he still loves you all the same he's still with you in that valley or whatever um i was like oh that's actually really encouraging but so it is interesting to even have that perspective i guess yeah. but I, I yeah i'm not to i'm not trying to say like you can't you shouldn't feel that way because yeah. i get what you were feeling and i i was there too yeah and i think like 
in case this wasn't clear, like it's not, I think it wasn't so much like that I should come down from the mountaintop or like that I only experience God in the mountaintops. Like I've been through yeah. really low valleys, but like he's always been there. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. think the sentiment is more like, especially as we are advancing like in our faith or to new Christians or like wherever you are in your walk, like you don't like, there is always new depths and new heights you can climb yes. like with the Lord. Like he will bring you to this one experience of like a mountaintop experience and he's still going to equally be with you in that valley. But like yeah. you always can grow with him yeah. and it doesn't always have to be in these spectacular times of your life. Like yeah. I've had those mountaintop times with him and in times where it felt spectacular, but like the deepest and the best that I've grown with him has been in a very unspectacular time of yeah. my life. And so yeah. that's, yeah and i really like that you said that because i think a lot of the times the stories that we hear are of when god was with me in this mountaintop and in me with this valley but i love the word that you used of the mundane because mm -hmm. i actually find that the hardest place to find yeah. god i can be a person of extremes right like riding mm -hmm. the roller coaster and i god is i see god in the mountaintops and I see him in the valleys. For me, it's in the middle mm -hmm. that it's hard to see him, right? So I yeah. really love that you felt that you grew so much with God in those mundane times. And I think by that person saying that to you, it almost like was a push for you. Like it motivated you mm. to be like, I don't want to get off this mountaintop. And in my mind, I almost interpreted, interpreted? interpreted it as like, my life is going to go through mountains and valleys, but my desire for God will always be a mountaintop kind mm -hmm. of thing. Like I always in, not in the circumstances, the circumstances of your life go up and down, mm -hmm. but may our desire to grow closer to him always be a high, like in mm -hmm. our life, right? Like may that always be something that we're trying to attain and like grow closer to him. Right. Yeah. So it's like your emotions can be that you're in a valley, but the place that you're at with God can be on a mountaintop as you're in that valley, if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's complex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it too. Like I, 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 de I definitely understood what you were saying. I was just like, it, that yeah. was in yeah. my processing yeah, of how good. I was getting mm -hmm. there. But yeah, I, I do. I, I love that the Lord is just the same yesterday, yes. today, and forever. And like you said, when we experience those highs and those lows, he's like, nope, I'm right here. Yeah. The exact like, same. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's it so is. good. Oh, my heart is so happy right <laughs> <too>. now. <laughs> yeah. Can't get over the Joshua one nine thing. I want to know like, incredible? did the person who wrote the textbook, like, were they a Christian? Like why? I don't know. Or just a random. And the crazy thing is that someone somewhere felt compelled to put Joshua one nine in that book. And they have no idea who you are or how that spoke to you. Right. Yep. Like I always think of the behind the scenes of the things that speak to us. Like there are people walking around who have no idea the impact that they've had on our lives. And therefore we don't know the impact that we've had on other people's lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. It's wild. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's, I, yeah, it, it just <laughs> we're all just like shaking so our heads. Like <laughs> flabbergasted. Yeah, it's so, it's so fun. It's yeah. interesting that we're so shocked that God continues to do these things 
even though he's God and he's like, yeah, guys, of course I mm-hmm. gave her a Kleenex. Of course I put Joshua one. It's like for him, this is same old, same old. Like every day I do these things. But I also think that it's beautiful that he doesn't, like, I think it's important actually that we're still shocked by them mm-hmm. because it means that we have an awe of God. Mm-hmm. If it became like, if you told that story and all of us were just like, oh yeah, I put a Kleenex in your pocket. Like, no, like we're all like, <laughs> what? He like, And I think he allows himself to not become mundane to us. Like he mm-hmm. allows us to still be in shock and in awe of him because that's what allows us to grow yeah. in our like, <gasps> you know yeah. what I mean? Of the things that he does. And I feel like that was such an important part in such a mundane time of yes. my life that like he just was meeting me in these like tiny, tiny little physical like yes. like practical ways yes. of being like hey like I know you need this encouragement yeah. and I feel like that is like one of the biggest things that I'd learned in this yes. season of the mundane like god like shows up in spectacular ways like to you even when like your circumstances or life just seems like like Le- nothing yeah. yeah like yeah. yeah but like living life with jesus like is in itself exciting like it really is whether like your life feels exciting or not yeah totally yeah Yeah. i think it's so cool and i think part of that awe and that shock comes because he opens our eyes to Mm. see him at work Mm because i think he's always doing little things and big things like this but like what a joy it is that we get to actually see it happening and i love that it was a textbook that you like needed to buy it wasn't like one (laughs) i mean you probably quote unquote could have gotten by without it wasn't like it's not mandatory but Mm -hmm. it was very helpful for you because I had lots of information that you were studying but like it was one of those things that you needed to buy you didn't just happen to buy like happen to buy it and like then the Lord was like oh I got you girl yeah Yeah. (laughs) just just you you wait yeah yeah that's Never crazy. have you ever That's opened crazy. a textbook and cried, but today. <laughs> oh no, today that happened that a lot of times, I promise you. <laughs> Probably for very different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more sad tears than happy yeah. tears. That yeah. day it was happy tears. Yeah. 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 I've always told kids that like like write down those things. Mm-hmm. Like the the because sometimes kids will say to me, like, how do you know that like God is written? And like it's like, yes, I've grown up and like no, but it's like the tiny things that I'm like, this is a God thing. And I don't know why, but I always go back to, there was a time in my life where for, you know, you guys know how I do these things where I don't do something for a year. Like I didn't eat out for a year. I didn't blah, blah. One time I was like, I'm not going to buy any new music for a year. This was pre like Apple music, Spotify and everything. Right. I was like, I'm not going to spend any money on music. And there were often songs, secular songs that like, it's not like they were worship songs that I'm like, man, I just really want to listen to this song today. And I would turn the radio on and that song would start right mm-hmm. there. And I'm like, that's God caring about the dumb little things. Mm-hmm. Right. And in my mind, that might be the thing that has spoken most to me in my life of there is a God who cares for me more than the massive things, right? Mm-hmm. Like I always go back to that. So it's, yeah, opening your eyes to it and writing it down, putting it somewhere so that you don't forget, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you remember it. Yeah. Hebrews eleven six says, for without faith it is impossible to please him. For those who draw near to him, mm. he will reward those yes. who mm-hmm. earnestly and diligently seek him. Yeah. And I think sometimes those rewards are just that. Yep. Mm-hmm. The little gifts throughout yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like seek him and he's going to show you yeah. that he's there with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just love it. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Really <laughs> Any final thoughts, Heather? Any final I was going to say comments, questions, or concerns. <laughs> Do you have a question for yourself? <laughs> yeah, you can Heather, ask it and then answer it if you want. 
yeah um if anyone like is hearing this and they're like okay how do I do that because yes. honestly I feel like that's a whole other podcast is like diving yes. into like how do you practice that yes like stories with Heather part two <laughs> yes. yeah but like feel free to reach out to me like I hold an open invitation like if you want to sit down and you want to chat she'll, she'll gobble I yeah. may, maybe I will maybe there'll be a two-in-one we'll see <laughs> yeah but I'd be more than willing to have a coffee yeah. with That's whoever awesome. and chat about like how to do that like yeah. how to practically like work on hearing God's voice and yeah. like seeing him show up and stuff yeah That's so awesome. good mm. so good well after seeing him we pray that you go make him known yay <laughs> <laughs>